Nothing But The Words, episode number 27, Self-Publishing Scams and Unfair Practices. Welcome to Nothing But The Words, the podcast that gives you everything you need to know to write a phenomenal book. Now here's your host, your author coach, Candice L. Davis. Hey there, and welcome to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis. When I coach my clients to write their books, we do tend to spend a great many hours talking to each other over several months. And during that time, I tend to get invested in their books and in their success and in the success of their books. So when one of my coaching clients called me last week to chat about what for him was a really bad experience with a publishing services company, I was pretty concerned. Typically, I refer my clients to a publishing service provider that I trust, but this client already had connected with a provider before he and I started working together. And the bottom line was that he didn't get the services he wanted. He had signed a contract that included some elements he didn't understand at the time. This is his first book. It's his first time publishing anything. And He wasn't clear about what all the points in the agreement meant or why some of them were not in his best interest. In this episode, I'm going to share some of the best practices of good self-publishing companies and some of the red flags of not-so-great or not-my-preference self-publishing companies, those that I would steer you away from. Before I dive into those things, I do want to say this. I don't think the company my client worked with is fraudulent at all. Nothing I'm saying here is meant to imply that the company scammed my client in any way. Part of it was just his lack of understanding of the process and not knowing what he should look for. And he took the advice of someone he trusted when he worked with this company. And that person has actually had a great experience with that company and didn't have the same experience that my client had. My best guess is that the owner of this publishing services company created a business model that took a bit from traditional publishing, but didn't really consider all the ways that might impact the author when it was created in that way. That doesn't work for me. And here's why. The traditional publishing process is completely different from self-publishing. Now, I'm going to give you a compressed version of what traditional publishing looks like, but this will give you a general idea. So depending on the type of book you're writing, you're going to submit either your manuscript or a very thorough book proposal to a literary agent who has said, yes, you may submit these things to me. Typically, unless you have some relationships already or some connections, It may take many months and submissions to many agents before you find someone who wants to represent your book, and it may never happen. That's one of the reasons we're so excited about self-publishing. You don't need permission from anyone to publish your book. So if an agent accepts your book, then that agent will shop your book to publishers like HarperCollins and Penguin and to small presses. And most of the books that you see in bookstores have been published by a traditional publisher like one of these. If the stars align and you get and accept an offer from a publisher, that publisher pays you in advance for your book. Your agent takes a commission off the top of that advance, but when you publish with a traditional publisher, you don't have to come out of pocket for any of the publishing expenses, none of the publishing process. 
At the same time, you are not paid any royalties from your book until you make enough money through book sales to pay back or earn out your advance. In other words, if you get a $20,000 advance for your book, you will not get any more royalties until you earn $20,000 in royalties on book sales to pay back that advance. It's not a payment for you writing your book. It's an advance on book sales. So you won't earn any more money until you basically repay the publisher for that advance through your book sale royalties. But again, you don't have to come out of pocket for publishing your book, right? So why doesn't everybody publish with a traditional publisher? Well, as I said, it can be difficult to get an agent and it can be difficult to find a publisher who wants to to publish your book. It's also a process that takes a lot longer than self-publishing. Many of my clients really want to publish within six months to a year because they're going to use their book to help them do other things in their business or as a part of their career. So there are plenty of other differences in the way the two services work, traditional publishing, which is not really a service, and publishing services companies. But let's jump into what this episode is really about. And that's what the self-publishing services look like and how you should really examine them and choose a good one for yourself. So a publishing services company provides services in exchange for a fee. The company will help you design, well, the company will design your cover, create your layout design for the interior of your book, help you register your book, and even provide editing services typically at an additional fee above and beyond the self-publishing package. But it all costs money. You pay for those services up front. A full self-publishing package without copy editing added on will typically run from about $900 to $3,000. And the difference in price can depend on how customized you want those services to be. I've seen services go all the way up to $10,000, but they were very customized And they added a lot of marketing and public relations services on the back end, and they did it in a reputable way. They were really, really good at it. And so for some people, it was worth the money. A good self-publishing company will provide the services you need in a timely and professional manner. And that includes communicating with you often by email because they may not have a lot of staff, but sometimes you can book an appointment to get on the phone, especially early in the process. And those Services typically include book cover design, interior layout design, help registering your ISBN, copyright, and the like, but you pay for each one of those. So sometimes you can get those services a la carte, and sometimes you just go ahead and pay for them all in one package. Now, a good publishing services company should not expect royalties on the back end if you are paying full price on the front end. And I recommend you pay full price on the front end (laughs) instead of trying to pay with royalties on the back end. It's just cleaner and you have full transparency that way as to what your book sales look like and you're done mixing money with that publishing services company. You pay for the service up front. A good publishing services company should also ensure that you own the copyright and the ISBN for your book. The ISBN is that number you see on the back of the book near the barcode and also the number you see on the copyright page. And it identifies the book as published by you or published by someone else, even if you're the author. So a good publishing services company should ensure that you own that. You own the copyright and the ISBN. A good publishing services company should also provide you with the files for your cover and your book interior. They should give you those files, even if they upload them to booksellers for you, they should send them to you. That way, if in the future you want to upload your book 
to a different printing company or a different bookseller. All you have to do is get the files and upload them. You already own them. What else? Well, a good publishing services company will not handle your book sale money. Instead, the company will give you some instruction or help you create your own accounts with Amazon and other printing companies and booksellers. That way, you can connect your bank account for payment. So when you sell books on, I'm going to use Amazon as the example because that's where we mostly go for self-publishing these days or to where we start. If you publish a book on Amazon, the money from your book sales should go directly into your bank account. You can connect your bank account for payment. You can also access all of your records of your sales, of how much your of your ebooks have been read, of how many ebooks versus paperback books have sold, all of those things. So you have complete transparency, as far as we know, about how your book is selling. You can also run ads for your book on Amazon, all kinds of things like that, which require you to be the person who publishes under your own account. So What are some red flags to watch out for with self-publishing services companies? So first of all, if the company calls itself a publisher, but expects you to pay a fee, you need to really investigate more deeply. If they expect to be the publisher of record for your book, meaning they will own your ISBN, when you look on Amazon, it'll say publisher and their company name, then you should be getting something incredibly valuable in exchange. And frankly, I have not seen that with any publishing services company. I just haven't seen a trade-off that would be worth it. Again, if the company is registering your ISBN in its name, this is a red flag. Doesn't mean it's fraudulent. It just means this is something you probably don't want to happen. That's the number that identifies your book along with its publisher. If the company will own the copyright for your book, I advise you to run in the other direction. You should own the copyright for your book. If the company wants royalties on the back end after you have paid for their services up front, I highly recommend you look elsewhere. The reality is there are plenty of reputable publishing services companies that take their money up front and do not expect any money on the back end. They do not expect to collect royalties. And so there's no reason for you to work with the company that does expect to collect royalties on your book. If you cannot communicate with anyone at the company, if they take a very long time to respond to your email queries, if there is no opportunity to schedule even one phone conversation or video chat, if they just seem hard to reach, I recommend that you look somewhere else because along the way, you're probably going to want to communicate in some way. You may have an issue with your cover design. You may have an issue with your layout design. You may just have questions about the process. And if that's the case, you can't get anyone on the phone. You can't get a response to emails or they don't happen in a timely manner. I would look elsewhere. Now, that being said, don't think that because you paid a company $1,500 that you can call them and take up an hour of their time every day. They have other customers and they're able to keep their prices relatively low because they're not sitting on the phone with people all day. So you also have to be considerate of what's happening on their end of this business transaction. And if they prefer to correspond in email, honor that as much as possible. Let me be really, really clear. There are definitely some scam artists out there ready to take your money. And most of the time, what you'll find them promising is that they can guarantee you massive book sales. They can guarantee you a certain amount of publicity and you can't find any evidence to back it up. Those people do exist, right? They are out there. They make all kinds of promises and then they take your money and run. But most of the self-publishing companies whose practices I disagree with are not fraudulent. 
they're really upfront about what the agreement is. If you read the agreement in full, which you always should, and if there's something you don't understand, Google every point until you understand it or find someone you can talk to who can really explain the details to you. It doesn't have to be a lawyer, just someone who understands publishing terminology. Those companies put it all up front in their agreement. It may not be on their website. So if you find a conflict between what it says on the website and what it says in your agreement, you definitely want to bring that to their attention or perhaps look elsewhere. But for the most part, these companies, these self-publishing services companies, put their agreements in writing in detail because that's how they protect themselves. So it just isn't an agreement I would want one of my clients to sign. More often than not, they're trying to do a hybrid between a publishing company and a self-publishing services company. And I've only seen one case in my experience in which that actually worked out in a way that served the authors. Most of the time I find that it serves the publisher because they're making money on the front end and the back end and they're adding to their catalog, but it doesn't really serve you in any way. You put so much time and so much effort into writing a great book. So don't just go with the publishing services company, your friend or your coach recommended. That's nice that it worked well for them, but you have to do your own due diligence. Like you can't be mad if you sign the agreement and it was spelled out clearly and then you don't like it on the back end. Protect your ownership of your work, of your intellectual property, protect your money so that when books sell, you're the one who makes that money and you get every bit of it. Now, Amazon takes royalties, printing companies need to be paid. You don't need to be paying a publishing services company on top of the other money that's coming out of your book sales. So just take the time to do some investigation. And yes, you definitely want to get referrals from friends and other authors, but it's still up to you to identify whether or not that's really the best company for you. That's all for this week. If you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate a positive review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Reviews go a really long way to helping new listeners find the show and they mean a lot to me. Nothing But The Words is also now available on YouTube. So if you prefer to listen there, please search for Nothing But The Words and subscribe. Thanks for listening. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis, and I'll see you next time.